The following is brought to you by Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. TotalSeal.com Hello and welcome to Hidden Horsepower presented by Total Seal Piston Rings. Joe Costello at the 2021 PRI Trade Show in the Total Seal booth. This is great. We got Keith Jones and Jim Shepard. Jim, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks very much. How's the show going for you? Uh, As always, it's awesome. Uh, Getting a little bit of a year off and a reboot and it's glad to see that it come back pretty strong. You know, I mean, you know, you never knew what you're going to expect when you walk in and there's, there's a ton of people here and, you know, a few vendors are, you know, didn't show up for whatever reason, but uh, the guys that are here are, are doing well. Getting that muscle so, memory, the trade show muscle memory back. Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, you, you roll into town and we, we usually uh, have a display engine on, you know, for one of, for our vendors and uh, come in and get that thing rolled in here, get all shined up on Wednesday and and uh, just, uh, yeah, just let the mechanical monster roll and we all run around, do what you can and meet up meet up with people and network and it's it's just an awesome deal Keith how do you guys work together uh, dirt lane model engines from what I understand yeah, it's but, kind of an interesting yeah. challenge but he's branching yeah. out he's, he's going to dive into some drag racing stuff yeah, here yeah, oh yeah oh, I got well, a, some stuff to work on yeah I got a customer here kind of doing uh, we're still working on the platform that's one of the things we're, we're doing here uh, uh, can be a, a Hemi based uh, pro charger engine uh, kind of out of my normal pond but we have a, I have a lot of friends and contacts that are in that deal and you know we're probably not going to go that way as a as a business necessarily as any plans but it's going to be fun definitely something different uh, we work really hard on our dirt late model programs and then you know all the other stuff that comes through our shop but uh, yeah this is a fun you know fun little challenge something a little different big old big old hunk of aluminum so it's going to be fun what, what, I, what I find interesting is uh, I spoke with Jim a little bit before the show he's 44 years old so that transition that we talk about with so many of our guests where like we need the next generation to come in if we're going to keep this thing going on. Uh, you're it. You're at yeah, 44 it, to have your own shop, to have your own business. I think I think you're doing well. Tell me yeah, about that. Where where did you work originally, and how did you spin um, off your own business? That's like American dream stuff right there. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, always kind of had that that desire since I was young to to do my own thing. Uh, I always kind of laughed to say not you know a little bit undomesticated. Um, kind of always <laughs> always want to go off and do my own thing type of thing and. Uh, Worked in repair shops when I was young, high school, um, that type of thing, and realized I, I didn't really like working on regular cars. Um, then uh, got to, got going to racetrack with a high school high school friend of mine that uh, him and his him and his family put together. Uh, 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 at the time, they were doing like a stock car deal, and I, I come on when they they moved up to the the pro, the pro stock, like a you know limited late model deal. And man, we we raced and raced and moved up, you know moved up through the classes and uh, uh, pretty early on the way um, I was going I was going to school kind of doing you know a community college deal doing engineering stuff and pretty soon I was so busy racing that I just quit showing up college and I, I got a job in a, a uh, the engine shop kind of a, a sm- smaller shop that uh, was doing their engine work uh, 
and uh, yeah, dove right in, and the old, the old guy that had it just uh, always uh, pushed him pretty hard, you know. Uh, but he showed me, man, he showed me a lot. Kind of one of them deal, one of them deals. You don't show up, don't show up to work without a sharpie and a and a caliper in your hand, and you know, and uh, always wanted, always, you know, Jerry's. Uh, it was Jerry Lawrence was his name, and he was always kind of a machinist and inventor first, and then you know the engines kind of come out of that. Um, he had kind of a storied history. When I come on, he was kind of he was kind of old and surly, and and uh, I worked there for a year or so, and then I I went to a place in, uh, in Iowa City, a little bit you know a little bit fancier, newer equipment type of thing. They you know we did some performance stuff, but it was mainly you know during the day you know we worked on regular you know regular cylinder heads, a lot of you know a lot of the old you know quad four repair stuff. So take a head that was about cracked in half, weld it all up and get you know get straight and, and uh, machine it up and just got a lot of just accumulate a lot of skills because I was always the first one to jump in there and I just grabbed you know grabbed welder and started or you know jumped on the boring bar trying to figure stuff out and always kind of pushing 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 and. Uh, and uh, I was into, you know, completely into racing and uh, worked to deal with, with uh, the guys that owned it that uh, I could do after hours. I could build race engines and kind of rent the shop from them and, you know, split a little bit of the money I made with it, which wasn't a whole lot. But, you know, I didn't, you know, I was early 20s, didn't know no better anyway. And, uh, yeah. And then. Uh, but I got to stop you for one yeah. second. But what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing here this whole time, and if you guys haven't picked up on this, he had the thirst for knowledge. Right. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know. You're yep. pushing him, but what were you pushing him? You're pushing him to teach you. Exactly. You, you wanted to know, and that's that, that's yep. a, a and, driving force. And something, you know, you, you, you've listened to the podcast you shared Absolutely. with me, right? Like everybody always says, you know, it's really good. Keith says it all the time to, like, learn on older equipment so you can, like, oh. feel the machine oh, and drive the machine yeah. as opposed to what, what Warren Johnson, you could, Gary Stennett told us that Warren Johnson told him, you can be a machine operator mm -hmm. or you can be a machinist. Exactly. And it sounds like your natural course of everything forced you through that. Older and equipment, learning on stuff, and you were able to evolve. Exactly. And then on that a little bit there, when I, when I was working for Lawrence, is one of the things we did is re rebuilt equipment. That was one of his gigs. Um, like rebuilt old crank grinders, old Van Normans, was 944. We'd go through, redo, you know, redo the heads, all the bearings, all the shafts, you know, that type of thing. And then the old block masters, we rebuilt those, converted the the, the 85s to like a, you know, a 85B. So we made the risers, you know, just just the knowledge, all how all the machines work, and uh, that that come, uh, you know, when you kind of come up and you're 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 buying new stuff, and just that knowledge to be able to take a piece of equipment that needs some TLC and stuff like that, and just kind of, you know. You can go in and fix it, rebuild this, you know, just know the, how the machine works uh, and operating and make, and even manipulating the machine to do maybe a better job. Than, so you know, how to build machines too. Yeah. Right? Like, that's important. Well, re rebuild. Rebuild. You think as a guy as a startup shop, though, that's got the knowledge to go, yeah, I can buy what's perceived to be a broken machine, yep. get it down here on a price. I know I can fix it. Yep. And I can have this cool piece of equipment in my shop for not a lot of money because I know how to fix that. Yeah, yeah that just. That, that has got 
got me in trouble a couple times. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's it, so easy yeah. to fix, huh? <laughs> yeah, fa- you know, fast forward, we bought a, we bought a Rattler F65, or F65, an older, older Rattler, uh, when we started our shop, kind of skipping around a little bit, but uh, uh, we bought it. It was uh, it was actually Rick Kipley's old machine. Okay. Um, and then when he, when his, uh, when he moved down to do the Tide deal, uh, that machine kind of floated around, and it was in, I think it was in back of Cagnazzi's shop, and then it got sold to a gentleman down in Florida, and they, they never really got it up and going, but the, you know, it had some, it was, uh, it was in Florida in a steel building, and I don't think, it wasn't really grounded right, yeah. so it wasn't operating, I went down there, and the mill was in great shape, and I'm like, and I thought, I, unfortunately, I thought I knew what was wrong with it, so I, you know, bought it at a, you know, good price, and brought it back, and it kind of kicked my butt, but we got, you know, nick of time, we got it, we got it going. You got it, you got it, yeah, you got it. Yeah, that, that machine's about killed me about four times so far, but, <laughs> uh, you know, but just, and then knowing people, you know, it, you know, like, just, you know, we have, you know, with that particular machine, uh, know just enough to kind of know, you know, kind of know where the problem lies and then find the people that can actually help you. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a guy, uh, uh, he's from, uh, he's actually from Russia, works there, his name's Taha, and uh, he has bailed me out several times. He's an absolute genius, you know, but anyway, uh, yeah, kind of moving back I think the first time you and I met was, you had to be at, at, at Carl Wigner's. Uh, probably met you here a couple times, yeah, but just say, so conversations. Say out in the world, you know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, we really come online and really, you know, started to, you know, to really understand what we needed to do and switch and stuff around. Yeah, we yeah, definitely met you, met you and got to know you when, when I was at Wagner's. Uh, but yeah, absolute great opportunity. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, a little bit of a story there. I kind of fought back and forth. I had a little little shop working out of a, a friend's race shop, you know, kind of in the back, did their stuff, kind of did that kind of for the rent and, you know, one of those things, mm-hmm. just, you know, and uh, I was doing, I was buying a bunch of parts off of, off the guys at Wagner there and go up and we go up and dyno, you know, I put a, you know, a couple, a couple dirt late model engines, early 20s, and in my little S10 pickup, and run through snowstorms, and you know, go up there and dyno stuff and test stuff and just try to learn. And uh, got to know those guys really well. Uh, yeah, and then uh, it turned into you know, kind of getting ready to take the next step. And you know, my wife and I had two kids, you know, two dogs and a cat type of thing. And, and uh, we're looking at you know, building this shouse thing at the family farm. I got you know, just big numbers. You know, buying more equipment, just just scared. Yep. You know, and uh, it's a serious commitment. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I got talking with uh, Dan Tamler, he's the general manager mm-hmm. there at uh, Wagner's, and he's like, "What do you? We're taking on a couple new lease, you know, lease programs, and we need some guys. With, you know, what do you what do you consider coming up?" And uh, I was like, "Wow." Uh, yeah, I would. Of course, I talked to wife. <laughs> yep. And uh, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, we ended up making a decision. You know from Iowa up to Wisconsin and uh, worked there for seven years seven years and uh, again just that always driving always you know that type of thing I'm not trying to brag but it's just you know I'm, I'm always you know, well you, to, said, you ascended through the ranks there to, I mean to, you, you, yeah, like uh, you came in off. I know you came in working here and ended up up yep, here there yep kind of settled in the assembly room there and uh, you know one of those deals just uh, it was a little bit you know it was, it was a big shop you know as far as you know anything I've been involved in we did so many so many engines I mean and that was that was right in the thick of when the 
the NASCAR spec engine was coming along. Yeah, I was, that was the NASCAR Group, uh, Well, you guys were kind of, you know, the starting point of that engine. Yeah, yeah, that was actually Carl's concept. That, yeah. you know, and just the learning how to think and, yeah. you know, I, I was going to, you know, learning how to think. Exactly, exactly. How to approach, how to approach stuff, how to, how to accomplish stuff, you know. You know, later on, you know, we always kind of joke, Carl, you know, Carl would go and make these huge promises to people and he'd tell us two two weeks, uh, two weeks after he made the promise that he told him it would be done in three weeks and we were supposed to get it done. And that was just totally, we were like, oh. And, and the thing is, uh, that group of guys there, uh, just the, just the most talented group of guys you ever want to be around. Well, you, well, you guys got it done, and yeah, big yeah. Part of, you know, Carl had a big personality, and you know, oh, I could yeah. see those promises being made, and you, and you guys were going to keep those promises for yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, man. Yeah, we, you know, sometimes we're kind of kind of afraid on all ends, but we got it done, and we didn't know no better. We're, you know, we just this is what we did, and uh, you know, it's take a lot better than having a real job. That's for sure. <laughs> There you go. Well, you're doing something you love. Absolutely. And uh, no, just opportunity. And I say I moved up through there, and then uh, uh, a couple guys left to do their own uh, their own deal. And here here I am. I'm I'm the one that had my nose in about every end of end of stuff. And you know we're just kind of. Just kind of going, and I would just call, you know, call you guys, you know, hey, we need this stuff, da da da, and you know, all the other vendors, and I had, you know, through my other, you know, other dealings, I had got to know so many people in the industry, and you can call and resources, 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 you know, hey, this is doing this, or hey, I need this, what do I need to do here, you know, and get get baselines, and we we just take it from baselines. Conversations we've had, you know, just tough your work. I got a new project. Going to do this. Going to do a two-barrel car. Going to do this, and and just like you say, those resources. Working with your resources to come up. Hey, let's try this. And Jim's always been willing to try. Hey, let's try that. Let's. Oh, yeah. It's not just you know cookie cutter. It's like, hey, what do what do you think about trying this? And, you know, and Jim's always been very very receptive, you know, to trying a new thing. What's what's a new thing? What can we do? You know, I've got I've got this one, and if it does something stupid, no big deal. Let's let's try something. And, and that's got to come from that. You know, learning those. those you, you, you got to get better, and you got to you got to kind of have a, a nose and a little bit of uh, a little bit of luck there for not getting yourself in too much trouble. You know, we're a small shop, and we can get ourselves in trouble quick. So you always have to have your head screwed on straight, and know, and you know, be able to take calculated risks for when you're trying stuff. Uh, but uh, just you know, just like with the ring deal, you know, we're you know, we have you know we do a lot of point nine stuff. Um, but we've done you know we've pretty much done a little bit of everything in all shape or form. Uh, you know the other you know one thing is I, I hate building the exact same motor twice. You know you got to do something different or you got to tweak or you learn something from the racetrack or you learn something from the dyno. Uh, just that you know just the information. Information communication is huge. It's it's, it's um, everything. And, and you mentioned you know just a little shop, but I had the opportunity to finally go to Jim's new shop about a, oh, a month and a half ago, two months now. Yeah, yeah. And and beautiful shop. Don't don't let him fool you. It's a beautiful <laughs> shop. Uh, we're we're blessed. I do have I do have a, a partner, uh, Chad Holiday. Um, you know, kind of part of the story is is that uh, when I moved back, uh, I had to move back to Iowa for family reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was pretty tough, leave, you know, leaving the Wagner deal. Um, but uh, just just family reasons, I had to move back. You know, kids growing up. You know, a little you know a little better school opportunity. Uh, you know, and then uh, uh, you know. 
just be around the family farm type thing. It's not a, not a, it's basically it's just a really nice piece of property. You want to, you know, be involved with that. Um, just a ton of reasons just stacked up. But, uh, so I went to work for another guy. Um, and, uh, again, just kind of use the non-domesticated deal. Uh, I just, I just, yeah, I wasn't domesticated enough to work for somebody. You know, he, he treated me awesome, good guy. But it was just, you know, Chad, uh, he's been a relay model racer for years and always did his stuff in racing. He had a, he took several years off to build a, to build his business, which is a trucking company. Uh, and then when he got back into it, he gave me a call and uh, you know and uh, kind of jumped right back in. And, uh, it's always just been you know just kind of like a brother to me. And, uh, I had a conversation with him one day. It's like, hey man, I just want to let you know I'm I'm probably not gonna be here much longer. I either gotta thing somehow or we got to go do something you know and uh his uh, his first words well we can't have you go do nothing else there you go and uh yeah it's like what would it take his eyes about pop, popped out of his head but uh but man we you know we're we're getting it done i mean we've we've been out of business about 48 times and we always try to you know we always figure out how to how to do it or you know you know keep coming back together now now things are rolling well um, you know it's you, it's you gotta have grit to do this stuff. you know they don't give it to you do they no no and we're you know you know, you know chad had the financial backing and the willingness and just you know being an awesome person all around to you know kind of get it kick started and you know just enough you know financial we can get the stuff we needed and uh you know unfortunately there's you know for the the shops that are around me, you know, we kind of, you know, one of the smart thing we do is to buy a few pieces of equipment and get going. Uh, but, uh, but with my experience and just just the level that I'm, I'm used to operating at, uh, you just you just can't you can't go to another shop and have them on the ball. You know, you you, you can't have them put lifters in for you. It's, you know, they're, they're talented guys, but you know, and they're, you know, they're great guys for the most part. But they just, you know, you know, they don't have profile. I've spent a lot of time on cylinder homes. Yes, and, yes. And it's you know kind of like yep. talking with Nick Ferry yesterday, all about attention to detail. Yep. Um, you know, for those you guys can't see it, but I'm I'm looking over here, you know, Tony Jackson Jr.'s car and you know, Lucas uh, Oil Champion. I'm looking, it's uh, got a Shepard Racing engine in it. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, we can't take credit for that particular championship, but we've been. Uh, uh, been working with Tony on and off here for about a year, and uh, things have all come together, and we're, we're going to be supplying them engines for, for uh, 2022 and hopefully beyond. beyond. We'll see that trophy up on top of the car again. Absolutely. That's what we like, man. That's we, awesome. You know, we kind of have a hashtag, you know, champions start here, you know, and, and uh, you know, that's that's why we really feel that we're, we're, we're small, but we're mighty, you know, we try to put the whole thing together, work with our race teams. What's up, Jim? The, uh, the whole thing with hidden horsepower is when it's information transfer, right? Like from, from the expert guests. And what I've seen is that you, know, you, you said you're small, but you're mighty, right? Like I like that, and I think that is uh, that's an ethos. What would you say to the next generation coming behind you? Um, you laid out a lot that you actions that you've taken that they could just emulate. But if you could put it into a couple of words for uh, 
of people that are following in your footsteps, guys like yourself that are maybe 20 years behind? Yeah, just uh, man, man find, find good people to put around you. Find a, you know, find a shop you can get in and do, you know, sweep the floors and just and just take any opportunity you can to to, to grab the next piece of knowledge, grab grab the next skill. Um, you know, just just find people that you know that work with you and, and, and build you up and bring up. That's what you know. You know, we have a we have a couple employees now, uh, which is which is crazy. Um, but uh, that's that's one thing. I mean, you know, always try to always try to build people up around you. Never, you know, there's any, anything in the shop is open book. If, if one of my guys wants to know something, you know, it's it's open book. Hey, this is what we know. Uh, but always always seek that open book. Just 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 be there and do it. You know, you don't don't sit back and and not not take opportunity. It's there. Just just uh, you know, within reason, of course. Just that reckless abandonment. Right. You know, and you know, that's that's kind of yeah. Just keep keep digging. You're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have troubles, but you know, just just realize that if you keep you know if you keep working, you're gonna you're gonna fall. You're gonna make mistakes. You know, things are gonna be looking bad, but you know. The, the thing is, you, you keep <laughs> always just work on persevering. Excellent. Jim, thank you for joining us here on Hidden Horse Power. Tremendous yeah. and another exciting episode. Like, always I, good I, to see you. Thanks yeah. for coming. This one's different, though, because you're at the beginning of your arc. Right? Yes, like yes, we've spoken we've with so many guys that they, they, they've got nothing to prove. They've done it for years and years. Larry Morgan was here yesterday, right? The amazing stories. I love the fact that you're he's still on the ascent and you're out there getting it. Small but mighty. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, yeah, it, it's a ride, man. It's a ride. It's a ride here at BRI. In Horsepower, presented by Total Seal, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Check out the show, and there'll be more to come. In Horsepower, presented by Total Seal. Yeah.